Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Happy Monday evening. It's Hancock and Kelly late night. Wow. On KMOX. You're uh, you're a little wound up this evening. How was I wound up? Well, you're just uh, you're wound up. I I'm can excited tell. that we signed a new pitcher, Sonny Gray. First, uh, he's in. Uh, you know, he's going to be our starter. He's the uh, <laughs> first big signing in quite some time. Don't he you is. agree? Second most money we've ever spent uh, for a starting pitcher in the history of the Cardinals. Who would be the first? Mike Leake. How'd that work? Not so well. That was an eighty million dollar contract over five years. And what happened? This is uh, well, we got rid of him when as soon as we could. He uh, not good. Did he get all eighty million out of us? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a guaranteed contract. So he pitched elsewhere for a few years, and we paid the freight for him. I think we're out of that contract now for a, a year or two, anyway, that we've been away from that. But this is a three-year, seventy-five million dollar contract. So twenty-five million a year. That's uh, it's a healthy chunk of change. Buddy, I could uh, I could live in a cardboard box for three years for. $75 million. Well, That's you wouldn't have to live deal. in a cardboard box for three years if you had $75 million coming in. And, uh, you know, good well, for Sonny Gray. And I'm excited that he's going to be a Cardinal uh, and excited about the trajectory of this team over the last couple of days. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the game or a little bit later <laughs> in the night. But, buddy, i got to tell you something. Yeah. I, got, right. I, I, I got an unpopular opinion. Well, imagine that. I, I, I think that Thanksgiving food's a little overrated. What? Yeah. Now, listen. I like it. I, I like the Americana part of it, that we all eat this stuff, et cetera. Stuff. But really, is it that good? Yes. The corn's just a bunch of butter floating no. all, all around it and cream. No. The green no. beans have entirely too much goop on them. Oh, I love goop on the green beans. Um, stuffing? I mean, come stuffing. on. Stuffing? Like manna this from is, heaven. That's manna from heaven? Yes. Goodness gracious. Good stuffing with a nice little... Mm, the, 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 here's the thing about... of yes. all of the proteins? Here's the thing. Couldn't have been a pig that we had? Some people eat a ham. Yeah. Uh, but no. Thanksgiving dinner is... First of all, you have it once a year. Okay. Uh, how, how often do you... Do you you know, bake a turkey. Never. Right. You do it once a year. Yeah, I do eat a lot of turkey, though. And it's, well, we, okay, sandwiches, whatever. But I, it's one of the best sandwiches you can eat. It's, it's fine. But here's the thing about Thanksgiving. You go, your typical dinner, you, you got a, either you got a casserole of some sort that's got a bunch of stuff in it, and you throw it on the plate and you eat it. Uh, maybe on a good night, you got a steak and a baked potato right there, a little vegetable, three things. Thanksgiving. Hmm. Thanksgiving, unlike any other meal we ever eat. Is all of it. It's just it's all of it, and it's all on the plate together. They're all. It's like it's like a symphony. It's like seeing a it's, symphony orchestra. It turns into a slop of food. You've got the turkey with a little gravy on yeah. top of it. Just delightful. You got the macaroni hey, and you. cheese it's right good. there. The it's mashed good. potatoes with the it's gravy rolling through it over here. You got your green it's beans good. right there. You got the corn casserole. Yeah. Like the, if you're into such things, you got the you know cranberry stuff. Uh, but but there's I like the cranberry stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's no good. So but you got all of this food. On the plate at the same, it, it is literally a symphonic experience of eating. 
and yeah. and all of it coming together. You've got your, even even your sweet potatoes with a little mushroom or a little uh, marshmallow thing, but, buddy. But you will keep wanting to put uh, marsh mushrooms into the sweet potatoes. I do not do you that. Got mushrooms on the mind. I do. I like mushrooms. Do you? Yeah, I do. Uh, but but yeah, this is. I mean, the Thanksgiving dinner is unlike Listen, anything you will ever it's experience. Fine. It's just a little fine, overrated says, to me. It's a little it's overrated. overrated to me. First of all, the turkey. Is that this is not our finest of uh, protein delicacies? Let's be honest. But you have it once a year, and it's I and if it's cooked I, 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 and if it's cooked well stated, well stated. If, if you get it to one sixty five, see you're wanting it, to you're wanting to fight with me about this. Well, because you're wrong. Except that it's I'm not being wrong. I think no, if you wrong. think about it, you too will be like, yeah, it is a little overrated. No. Yeah. No, mm. it's 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 so good Why and so it, special. But Christmas you have food it is once better. a year. Huh? But the Christmas food's better, right? What's well, a different situation? There's lots of beef tenderloin. Yeah. There's lots of uh, mm-hmm. ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's lots like, of uh, strawberries. Do you and like the fruit. beef tenderloin? Uh, at at Christmas time. Yeah. Lots of uh, sweets. Yeah, uh, I'm not. Pies, I'm cookies. not a big sweets guy. You're not a sweets guy. Not a big sweets guy. Hmm. Uh, although I did have. So we finally finished. So what is today? Monday. Yeah. Thanksgiving was Thursday. That's right. And it was this morning that I finished the last piece of apple pie oh. from Thanksgiving. The, all the turkey and stuff was gone. Now, was this a large but, apple pie, like 12 slices? It had or been. Had it, 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 earlier in its life, it had been a large apple pie. A large pie. one? Yeah. Yeah. And it was down to that last little triangle. Uh-huh. And I got up this morning. I turned the coffee on. Got up nice and early this morning. What time? I was up about 4.30. Uh, well, I got up at 6. Yeah. And... Um, Coffee comes on. Couldn't sleep anymore. Or did you have to? Did you have something to deal with? Well, I've all. I always have stuff to deal with. But I, yeah, I got up. Well, at six, six is a little early. I like I, to get I, my I, exercise in, and then yeah. uh, I got the coffee percolating. Does the dog go out at six a.m.? I fully gussy him in the morning, so he's got to take his. Uh, he's got to take his gabapentin pills. What's that? I don't know. And, gabapentin. Uh, that sounds like something you take for somebody who's got serious issues. Yeah, it's well, it's, it's he's got the leg thing, pain. You know? oh. Yeah, so he takes a roll that up into a, a piece of cheese. Oh, and then uh, he does that. And you think I, he knows that's in there inside that cheese? Oh the, yeah, but it's the yeah. cheese is you got to have enough cheese that it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. And and so he yeah he's good. And then you give him a half a tablet of whatever this other thing is for his leg. Yeah. And I put that in with his dry food and serve that up in the bowl there, and he eats uh-huh. that. And I take him outside to do his business, and that is called being fully gussied in okay. the morning. And then what does Gussie do at 6 a.m.? Does he go back up go to bed after eating all that? And uh, the yeah, he'll uh, he'll kind of hang out with me. You know, uh-huh. I sit there at the uh, at the tabletop there in the kitchen and drink my coffee. Watch a dog's a life is great, is it not? Not bad. You know, I could, I could, I could see myself having a dog later in life. Yeah, but not now. It's too too much responsibility. But uh, I, how cool is it that you've got somebody at four thirty in the morning when you can't sleep that, that that'll get up with you? Well, here's the thing about Gus: watch it, a it, movie. You come in. You. I come in from. I could be. I could go to the post office in the bank mm-hmm. and come home after being gone ten minutes. Yeah. And it is as if I've been away on a years, years, years. And he, he's his little tail is wagging. Yeah. He's so excited to see me. He, he picks, he gets a shoe, mm-hmm. and he brings me a shoe in his mouth there. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing better than. That. Have you seen these things on the internet? Uh, uh, you maybe maybe somebody went to war or something. Yeah, and they come and, home and, and the they dog. come home yeah. and the dog at first doesn't recognize him, but yeah. all of a sudden they smell him and the dogs go crazy. Yeah. Just like flipping and going nuts. Yeah. That's cute. 
It makes you want to be a dog owner. Well, it's like, you know, I brought Junior home from the uh, airport last week. What ecstatic when he saw you? Uh, he went nuts. Gus went really? nuts when he saw his brother. Oh, the Gus did. Yeah. Oh, I thought Junior was. Went yeah, nuts no, he on was you. fine. No, he was fine. Yeah. But but the dog, he sees him and he just he loses. It. Here's the problem with with you, uh, uh, animal lovers. I'm an, I'm an animal lover, I, but I don't want one. You all assume that we think about your dogs as much as you think about your. Well, dogs. they're part so of the for family. For instance, the other day. John Hancock shows me the picture of some random dog. It's clearly not his dog. Wasn't it's a, a dog that dog. came from, it was a picture from like a, a magazine or some website about dogs. From the goes, Westminster Kennel Club. And he says, does this dog remind you of somebody? And I said, I don't know, Glover. And he's like, no, not a person. <laughs> does this dog remind you of somebody? It looks like Gus. And it I does. was like. John, I never thought about your dog. It was I a Shibu like, Emo. Oh, that looks like John's dog. I it was mean, a Shibu Emo from the Westminster Kennel Club. Uh, mm-hmm. Georgian had me watching the Westminster Kennel Club the other night. Uh, all the dogs competing out but there. But isn't it weird that you would expect that I would know what your dog looks like? Well, if you, how many times have you seen the dog? Probably seen the dog? 30, 40 times. Yeah. But why would I know what the dog looks like? Because it's, it's because brown. Because you've seen him. It's okay. a dog, and it, oh, yeah. it's a unique dog. But it's got a unique face, etc. Yes, okay. yes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Hey, Michael we got to step aside. We got the NFL insider. Well, I, I hope we do. He's not responded to my text message, so we're going to find if out. If not, we'll talk a little more dogs after this. All right. Wax. See ya. You said you watched the Westminster Dog Show? The Westminster Kittle Show, yeah. I they, love that show. Yeah, it was great. Whenever I see it on television, I guess they don't do it live anymore, right? It, it, I, is, I, it was live to me. Remember when Joe Gargiola used to yes. be the uh, yeah. the color guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you got all the dogs out there, and uh, yeah. they line them up, and they bring them out, and you got all the breeds that are in their different categories. Yeah. And uh, then you got the little lady out there that gives the commands, walk them around. Oh, and she grabs them. She grabs them by the mouth. She grabs them by the it chest. She grabs them by the, stuff. you know, yeah, yeah, the parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, knows her dogs. She does. And then they, they grade them all out. Of course, we were watching because Gus is uh, he's a mixture of several of these breeds. Now, yeah, dog would, Gus would be the dog that was shown to me that I was supposed to know what he looked like. Well, it was a Shibu. You know. All dogs look alike. They do not all look alike, they, Michael. They, 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 they alike. have a very distinct, in fact, Gus. Who's got a little Great Pyrenees? He's got a little. Uh, no, what else has he got? In sheep there? dog. No, 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 no. You've uh, always told me he was Icelandic uh, sheep. Dog. Well, that's what we tell him he is, but he's not. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's Great Pyrenees. He's got a little um, uh, Australian How do you know shepherd. This? We had the DNA tested. And Say what? We had we tested his. How DNA. much does that cost? I don't know. Whatever. Like a hundred bucks? I have no idea. To get your dog's DNA yeah. checked? Yeah. Don't you think they probably just made it up? Like no. sending a picture of your dog with a vial of his spit. No, I could be like, "Yep, that's a uh, blah blah blah," and you send me a hundred bucks. No, Michael, that would be false advertising. That would be uh, that would be fraud hmm. if they did something like that. No, this is uh, you send in the dog's DNA. And did they... you see a Dalmatian in the? Um... Yes, the Dalmatian won its it. class the other night. Yes. I like Dalmatians. They get a bad rap. Well, People nobody they, knows. They're nope, too inbred or nobody something. Nobody knows exactly the origin of the Dalmatian, which I found interesting. Really? They, they discussed that the other night. 
And um, it's a short-haired dog, so it doesn't shed like a right. lot of they like got the, the little dots on. You know it the lab there. man, uh, a lab. Oof, they're they're lovely dogs, but they shed like crazy. That's why they breed the labradoodles because with the, with the poodle. Yeah, and so you don't get the shedding. My parents had a standard poodle. Yeah. They loved it. Really, big, big the big dog. one. The oh, big they, one. Yeah, they said it was. A, you know, when it was young, and they're young and klutzy, and they, you know, they're big. Yeah. But they hop around like they're they're small. Uh, but they said later, as it got older, it was just the most gentle dog ever for the last ten years. Oh yeah, the life. poodles are nice. We had a poodle in the neighborhood when I was a kid, Sheila. Yeah. Sheila, and she would. Uh, did they just, cut its legs weird? Yeah, and all yeah. That? Why did Sheila would, would walk dogs? the neighborhood and come up to the door and believe say hi? And uh, yeah, it's a it's a fine dog. How do you feel about people putting costumes on their dogs? You know, it's a free country, Michael. It's, yeah, uh, I don't know. I kind of feel sorry for dogs sometimes when I see them with some owners. I'm just like, oh man, your dog. You know, it's and then you get picked up by somebody who's clearly shouldn't have a dog. You know what I'm saying? There are people that shouldn't have a dog. Yeah, that like that is true. Most, at least, this was my experience when I was younger. But most of the young girls that I would date back when I was in my 20s uh -huh. all had dogs. Yeah. And we would be all out at bars till 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night, you know, after work. And they'd be like, I got to get home to my dog. And, of course, they never got home in time to their dog. I thought, I've always thought about those dogs. Like, those poor dogs were just struggling, you know? I'm sure you saw more than your fair share of those dogs over the course of No, but of you get what I'm saying, time. right? Like, I mean, hey, what, how did you get Gus? Why don't you explain to everybody how you got Gus? Well, we had Gracie. I think, I think a, a cute girl brought her home we one had, day. We had Gracie the... Uh, Golden Retriever, great dog. Mm -hmm. And she got cancer, and we had to put her down. And, um, and Georgiana and I both said, you know, that's it. No more dog. I mean, because that was so hard to, to say goodbye. And, oh, it was just, it was awful. And about a month and a half later, on a Saturday morning, I get up, and uh, my daughter, who was living at home at the time, mm -hmm. and her boyfriend, who is now my son-in-law. Wow. Uh, walk in the house with the puppy, and I'm walking down the stairs, you know, just getting up on a Saturday morning, and uh, I looked at this dog, and I said, he's he's staying here, isn't he? And they said yes, and they, they so they got us a dog. See, what do you think of that? Um, well, Are you wanting here, a dog? Here's what I think about that. Yeah. So now my daughter is married. Uh-huh. She's got a baby. Right. I think I'm going to show up at their house on a Saturday morning uh -huh. with a puppy. And just leave. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> <laughs> because be Michael, great? what goes around yes. comes around. What? What? You know what? Good for you. Yeah, that would be a riding of the ship. It for would sure. be. It would be. Totally would be a yeah. good idea. So I think I'm going to do that. Good for you, brother. Yeah. yeah. Now I have a friend of mine who had uh, is putting their dog down today. As a matter Ooh. of fact, told me this morning on first thing, and I, I know it's such a hard, hard. Oh, it's day. so hard. It, well, it's not a hard date. It's hard weeks, months. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a part of her family. She's had them for a long time. Yeah. She's just she's crushed. Yeah, over. I mean, they're they're a great joy. They're a great blessing and a great sorrow uh, during we, the course of the life of a dog. Because if we live normal lives as humans, we're out gonna we're gonna outlive these dogs. They don't they don't live that long. Well, yeah, you never know. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> But, I mean, you know, most people are going to have a dog that they're going to see its entire life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's hard. Yeah, it's tough. I, I talked to a friend of mine today. I haven't talked to him in a while. He had um, one of those Widowmaker heart attacks like Tim Russell oh, had. Yeah, can you imagine? And where the plaque breaks off and it just shuts everything down. Uh -huh. he, was, he was probably, I don't know, late 60s. Doesn't that scare you? Yeah. 
he was in a coma for 10 days uh-huh. and um and then his whole body started shutting down he was uh-huh. in the hospital he got pneumonia oh my 44 days in the hospital oh. and um it was about a year ago and he's out and he's doing great now yeah but it, it was really is he remarkable the of health now has he been exercising well he was doing? stopping at chick-fil-a while he while we were on the yeah. phone today well uh, there's some items at chick-fil-a that are, that yeah. are health conscious yeah there yeah. you go so but anyway it's just you never know life is short and you just never know you gotta live it up Right. Well, you makes you wonder when we spend all the time that we do, like on work and thinking about oh, work and thinking about work, and even even during our holidays where we're you know obsessed with things. I don't think work is what you think about when you're you know reflecting on your life later. No, but work is work is what you you think about so that you can have a life later. So I mean, that's the way I kind of look at it. But you you always tell me that you're going to quit working when you go to Bop Chapel. Yep, that's going to be my retirement party. Well, that's see that, but then you're you're just going to work the entire your entire life. That's probably right. Yeah, yeah. And I like to work. I like to you know. What happens if I like retire and move to like Branson or something? You can come <laughs> visit me. Yeah, you're not going to move to Branson. Though. <laughs> uh, you'll be Did in you, Florida. Yeah, you'll be in Florida. I'll bet you a million dollars won't be. Yeah, in no, Branson. you won't be in Branson. You'll be in Florida when you yeah. retire. And yes, I will come visit. Well, you. maybe you'll be up in Orlando, hitting the key. The I could well be. The, uh, I could well be at the uh, Casey's Ice Cream Store there at uh, at uh, Fantasyland my, in Disney. My sister just got back from Disneyland. She took her three grandchildren. Oh, nice. Uh, and her daughter and, and son-in-law. How old are the kids? Like, yeah, right. Um, uh, I don't know, like eight, five. Oh, and great ages. Two or three. Great yeah, ages. Perfect, yeah. Perfect age. The little girl's really into yeah. the um, princesses. Of course. The boy was into Star Wars, which right. I had no idea is now all Star Wars stuff down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. himself a, a, you lightsaber. Know, a, a lightsaber yeah. and a whole bit. And then the little girl was into the teacups of course. And, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh so I, I, it really did the pictures over the last week or so made me like, oh, I want to go one more time. You know, and Disney World is not my thing, but I'd go one more time, especially oh, seeing yeah. that stuff through a child's eyes. Yes. I mean, these, these little guys were so thrilled. Yeah. They could think of nothing else. It's a magical That's what you're going to get to do. I know. You're going to get to take Miss Tula uh, to, uh, uh, to Disney World. Well, it could happen. It just, oh, uh, and there's Michael Kelly doing his Donald Duck impersonation, in case you didn't know, and it's Thank a darn good much. one. Well, we're going to be right back, Donald, and when we come <laughs> back, it's What's Trending with Braxton Payne, our regular event here on Monday nights. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Regular guest that joins us uh, every week on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. He is the King of Pain, Braxton Payne. Hello, Braxton. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you all? Good. So the last time we talked to you, you were headed to Chicago the night before Thanksgiving. You're going to go to an EDM concert, which is an electronic dance music concert. We have any of that? EDM? Yeah, no. no. But we we may have a little something. How how was it? Was it worth it? I mean, you you, you invested quite a bit of time to participate. It was good. Uh, yeah, so we went to a, a newer venue in Chicago called the Salt Shed. It's the old molten salt factory, uh, and they converted it into a concert venue. Um, we flew. I, me and my brother-in-law flew up on Wednesday afternoon. Flew back first thing Thursday morning on Thanksgiving. 
wow. the airport lines were non-existent. We got there on Wednesday at Lambert, and we uh, you know went right through security. Same thing at Chicago Midway on the way back. It was you know we're there for about 18 hours. It was a, definitely a good quick trip with a couple friends and then we spent you know an entire day with our family on thanksgiving that afternoon well there's the electric dance music now john i can see you jet setting to uh, you know tulsa to go to an did, they, did they did they play all the hits braxton they did yes oh. actually uh the, the the artist is called galantis it used to be a duo now it's just a, a solo guy and he did he played all his hits. He played it's so uh, a bad his partner of, a, of an artist that passed away about ten years ago this month, and uh, that was very popular. He's you know one of the first big artists of the EDM era. Ansel, huh? Was his name Ansel? Hansel and Gretel. They were. Uh, it was. It was a VG. Oh, well, he was a BG. A VG. Oh, a VG. Yeah, a VG. Oh, what yeah. is love, baby? Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Okay. Yeah. No more. All right. Thank you. Uh, what's trending, Braxton? Yeah. So uh, as we <laughs> normally do, I got three options for you. You guys can pick which topic right. you want to dig into first. Uh, we got Spotify rap. Spotify. We got Bradley or... Cooper. Bradley. And then we have Cooper. Name Drop. Hmm. Bradley Cooper. That's that little tiny car, right? No, Bradley <laughs> Cooper's the guy from The Hangover, the the heartthrob. Your wife and daughter oh. know who Bradley Cooper is. Oh. He's the real good-looking guy. Oh, good-looking guy. Uh, he was also like American Sniper. Uh, oh, he was in the movie with uh, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. The, he was uh, in the uh, Lady Gaga movie. Let me tell you something. Well, then let's start with Bradley Sorry, Cooper, Mark. by all means. Whatever the heck that is. <clears throat> yeah, so Bradley Cooper, speaking of movies. Yeah. I saw this today, which I thought was interesting on two fronts. Uh, he said that he was asked in a you know a TMZ interview, one of those where the paparazzi stalk him down for a question. He asked if there was a Hangover Four, would he do the movie? Two things: number one, I didn't know there was a Hangover Two. Right. I didn't know there was a Hangover Three, right. so that's news to me. Um, but he said he would do it in a heartbeat. And my thing is, is like my question to kind of screw you guys and. I was thinking about this, asked a couple people today, was is when is a sequel just like, can we just not do sequels? When can just yeah. one movie just be enough? Yeah, but but I mean, I'm with you. But this superhero stuff, I think they're all sequels, right? Like, I just think it's the way that these uh, Hollywood executives are doing movies now. They're, they're only going with the what they think and know is going to work. Well, the fount of information has run dry. Yeah. And so they go back and they go back and they go back and they're doing Hanover Four out there, whatever the heck. This well, how thing come is. they haven't done a Titanic too? Well, because there was only one Titanic. Oh. Uh, well, and, and I don't also understand. My brain doesn't work this way. I can't do a prequel. So, like, you know, I think it was the Lord of the Rings. They did like the Lord of the Rings, or I guess it was maybe Star Wars Two. Did prequels after what had happened before? I don't understand. Mm. Like, if you're going to do a movie, it has to be in order. Like, it has to be chronologically in well, order. Well, you know, this is interesting. This is interesting because I, I learned this uh, about script writing, screenwriting. I don't know, if Michael, if you're aware of this. But when you write a screenplay or anything, okay, you fully develop the characters. And you write, it's never in the movie, but you write out their childhood, their backgrounds, their lineage, and all of this, and you get a fully developed character that you concoct in writing oh. before you then introduce them into the script you're writing. 
So the prequel is actually, you know, what the character some, development makes came some from. sense. Huh. Yeah, and that's why you get the in the Star Wars in Star Wars in its inception was intended to have prequels. So did, when George Lucas wrote Star Wars, he was sat yes. down and said, "So Luke's yes. dad's gonna be yes. Darth Vader, and his sister's gonna be and Luke's, and I'm gonna make him kiss, and it's gonna be really uncomfortable for everybody." He's not gonna kiss his sister, didn't he? <laughs> he, do, he does. He does kiss his, his sister. sister. Does oh. he, man? Yeah, Pr- Princess Leia gives him a kiss. Yeah, and Luke. their brother and sister. Yeah, well, before they knew. Yeah, before not that's any knew. better, but kind of twisted, huh? Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, well. I have to. Well, how, anyway, how, did you, well, how did you know so much about this? Oh, because yeah. I, I read a lot. Okay, Braxton, I'm sorry. Bradley Cooper is going to make uh, hang, Hangnail 4. Hangover. Yes, yes, Hangover 4. But I, I, I do think that's interesting. I didn't know that. So that's something, you know, like, you know, you got to open your brain to new things. And, that's you know, right. sometimes John Hancock does make good points. <laughs> and then, you know, you, you take that with you the next day. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Occasionally, it is a full moon tonight, so that would also make sense on why <laughs> why that's happening. Uh, so, so I have the other two topics: are Spotify Rap and then Name Drop. Oh, Name Drop! I think we got it because Spotify Rap is probably not going to be my cup of tea, but we got plenty of time, so let's go with Name Drop. Yeah. So Name Drop. I don't know if you you know if you're on social media. There's been a lot of police departments throughout the entire country. Uh, literally the entire country have been sharing this, this thing on Facebook about the new iPhone update. So iPhone has a new update. I think it's 17.1, yeah. one of their new iOS updates, um, along with a lot of the features, you know, they come in from check-in messages to you can use FaceTime uh, voicemails. Now, uh, one of these new features is a, is a feature called name drop. And so what all the police departments have been releasing is make sure you disable this feature. It's you know, unsecure for, for your children and all that stuff. And, and it was just, in my opinion, and also a lot of experts, as soon as, you know, everything went viral on Facebook, mainly people sharing this, that it was just, you know, faux outrage and, you know, people not understanding how technology works. So what name drop does is if you want to share a contact or share multiple contacts yeah. with somebody... You put each other's phones. Essentially, it's kind of what you describe as you kiss each other's phones together. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then you each have to share and then accept those contacts. Now, what all the police departments were sharing throughout the country is that, you know, all you had to do was somebody walk by with an iPhone, they could steal all your contacts, all your contact information, um, but not really understanding the full range of what technology is. And it's just more proof that even, you know, police departments or anybody can share these things. On If, you, if you're on Facebook, you often see a lot of the, the um, you know, a lot of people share information that they have no idea what they're sharing, uh, but they just share it. And also when there's a police department sharing it, which most people trust, and then it turns into this whole thing that Apple had to release a statement. There was talk about them dropping the feature for a future update. Um, but I think since the the outrage has hit, that it's kind of tampered down a so, little bit. So you can you can transmit yeah. your entire contacts from one person to another. Is that what this is? Yes, you could do that. You could do a single contact. You could share. You could essentially have a virtual business card if you wanted, where you could have your contact in there. And if you met somebody but, at a business event, 
stick your phone, your iPhone next to another yeah. iPhone and say, oh, here you go. Here's my contact. But, but they're saying that's automatically turned on and that, you know, creepers and bad actors could use it to go steal your kid's information. Well, are they gonna, so you're going to get a bunch of contacts, phone numbers, and email addresses. Right. I mean, I, I think it was probably well-intentioned but overblown. Is that what you're saying, Braxton? Right. And the thing is, is, is it's also, it's not automatic, right? So you have to accept the contacts that you want to enter in your phone, and you also have to accept that you want to share those yeah. contacts with that person. Now, I don't know much about what you're talking about, and that sounds terrible, but I, I don't have a problem with it. Well, let me tell you one cool, and, well, let me tell you a cool thing, though, that the new iPhone does. Say you're at my house. All right. Or you come to my office. I come to your office. And you have an iPhone. I and have you an say iPhone. To me, one of the most annoying questions that anybody can ask somebody else is, what's the Wi-Fi password? Yes. <laughs> now I can see that you're looking for the Wi-Fi password. It notifies me on my Apple device, and I can share the password with you. Boom. That's a part of the new update, That's too, lovely. right, ba- uh, Braxton? It's it's uh, maybe part of an update about two years ago, but, uh-huh. yes, that is something that you're able to I do. I just learned and, about it. Yeah, but I will say I will, one of the coolest things I've ever seen that one of my friends that I was recently with at them at their at their condo, and what they did was, uh-huh. which I think is an awesome idea, they printed coasters. So, you know, you use the coasters. Everyone right. has a coaster. You have your beer. You have your wine glass. Uh-huh. But what they did on the coasters is it was just a QR code as the coaster. And what you did was, is if you went to their house and, you know, like you said, Michael, asked for what the Wi-Fi was, it's on the QR code. So all you had to do was scan the QR code and your phone and you automatically, automatically attached to the Wi-Fi. How about Which I that? think is a very smart idea. Yeah. Wow. For your guess. That is cool. Now, I've also seen this thing being advertised on Instagram recently that it's a thing that you just, like, put on your wall and it's like a digital chip. Mm-hmm. And... Whenever people come by, they can just go over and touch the chip with their device, and it will give them the uh, Wi-Fi because they're assuming since they're in your house and they they did this that you're giving them access to the Wi-Fi. It's a cool technology. Yeah, and one of the things with those chips, too, that I've I've seen actually last time I was in New York, that a lot of these artists will put them on in the subway and things like that, and it'll go to their – SoundCloud or their Spotify or, you know, their Apple Music playlist where all you have to do is put your phone up to it and you scan it and it automatically goes to it. Yeah. Um, a little bit of vandalism, but also another cool we, tool that they, that they've you know, been the, using. The problem with the iPhone is, is when the iPhone first came out, the, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth iPhone, they, they did so much change between models. Right. Now, most of the change is all, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, uh, database driven, you know, like the chip having a bigger memory, but the cool stuff they're doing is all software related. So I've not learned a bunch of this stuff. Oh, I, yeah, I can't stand any of it. I, I've got this thing on my phone. It tells me my my cloud is full. Really? And well, they want you to pay a couple bucks. A yeah, month. and yeah. so okay, fine. My cloud's full. I can't. That means something but bad's not, gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, you don't want to store anything in the cloud anymore. Well, I don't know. It's full. I must must be storing <laughs> something up there. And, and so it says my cloud is full. And so okay, fine. And then it says enter your Apple ID password. 
Uh-oh. as if I have any <laughs> freaking idea what my Apple ID password is. And so you start, well, what's this, this, this thing? And you type <laughs> and it, it. No, that's wrong. Yeah, and, then, and then, so here, we'll send you an email with your, you know, how to daily, well, the email they've got is an email I no longer use. Right. So if they send well, an email to that address, I'm out of luck. And yeah. so I am, I am now in a place where my cloud is full. Yeah. I can't open expand my cloud because I can't get into my Apple ID. Uh, and now I've got who knows have to call t- how many support. horrific things are about to happen because my cloud is full, Braxton. How do I fix that? You know, so first off, you, what Michael said is you're going to have to pay. Or you can visit the lovely genius store at the Galleria or the West County Mall. And they will be able to help you why into can't, that. Why can't I empty what's in my cloud? They can, got, can I just take the stuff out of my cloud that yeah, I don't want in the cloud? They got a special section for guys who ask questions, just like you're asking right now. I got stuff in the cloud. There'll be I'm a lot sure. of other white dudes sitting around the table asking the same question. I am questions sure there are things in my cloud kid. that I don't have any yeah. intent of ever looking oh, at I'm ever sure. again. So, <laughs> can we also talk about when when you the biggest my biggest irritation? When you forget your password, you, yeah. then you even if you know the email, you go right. to the email, you reset, you go to reset your password, and then it says you cannot use one of your previous uh, passwords. Oh, you oh, cannot oh, use oh, your oh. current password. Oh, Nazis! I mean, it, it's <laughs> yes. it's ridiculous what they're doing. I'm, I'm knocking things over here in the studio. I'm no, so but aggravated. I'm with you on this. This is that is crazy because then what it's like, that? well, how Camera? am I supposed to remember mm. what the heck? My passwords are for they're not going to be the same yeah, derivatives it, it, of it's just, it's, sl- sunshine and daisies twenty eight twenty eight. Yeah, you know <laughs> exactly. I, I just it, it's my biggest pet peeve, and also it's like I know I hadn't used that password for the past five years, and you're telling me it's one of my previous passwords. Yeah, and how do five. they know? They shouldn't know what my password is anyway. Well, it's a computer. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, if, yeah, if it was close, can you not just give me a hint? I mean, come on. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to – if you know how to empty my cloud, uh, 436-7900-1800-925-1120. Braxton Payne, thank you for what's trending. Uh, we never got around to Spotify rap, darn the luck. Uh, but when we <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> Mike, Michael doesn't like people posting pictures of their dead deer. That's next. Oh, boy. So, John, it's that time of year when uh, deer season. You, yeah, you go to Facebook and everybody's posting photos of their dead animal and uh, pictures with it. And it's just, I, I know, another unpopular opinion. It's just not my bag, though. Unnerving I, for you. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, now, I get it. Uh, now, listen, people who, people who deer hunt, mm-hmm. you're a special breed. I get it. You're special people. Well, it's important for the conservation, and as it well. totally is important. And you're doing a good service, etc. And I, I just don't get wanting to post pictures of, of it. But I get it uh, that that that's what you do. It's just not something that would be inside of me to be like, hey, look, I went and bought a 12 gallon drum of popcorn today, and I wanted you all to see the popcorn that I got. Well, it's a little different. Not really. It's just a weird thing to post photos of the dead animal and grabbing it by the horns, and it's just not my thing. Well, I mean, a lot of people do, and yeah, a lot of a lot it. of politicians do because they want to show the people out there that yeah, they're, they're normal. Uh, they're hunting. Yeah, they're normal. They're hunting. How about deer people who want you to like eat their deer meat? Like, oh my god, I have the best deer sausage. I'm telling you, you can't tell that it's deer. And I want to be like, I know, I've had every deer meat out there. Everybody always wants to force you to try to do it, and you don't want to eat their deer, but they're not going to shut up. Have you had? You uh, have deer. you had venison? That's deer. Yeah, yeah. Of course, and? I've had deer. 
Buddy, I grew up in St. Charles. I've ate it all, but I, it's, I don't like it. It's too gamey like, for me. It's very gamey. I'm not even a, a cow eater normally. I eat cow occasionally. I'm red meat, but I'm mainly a, a white fish and um, and chicken. It's kind of kind boring. Of yeah. Well, what about a good steak? It's okay occasionally, once every rib, month or two. A good two. piece of prime rib. No, I've never eaten a prime rib. You've never eaten a prime rib? No. Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Oh, my. Yeah, I We used it. to go to this, this place in it. Chicago called Lowry's. You ever been to Lowry's? Oh, yeah. Named after the uh, seasoning. Well, the seasoning the was seasoning. named after the restaurant. But no, they, it's not. The, this is, <clears throat> the restaurant's named after the seasoning. I guarantee you that was first. I think the restaurant was first. Well, we're gonna. Well, have, let's go to the research gonna, department. Lowry's, L A W R Y S. Now, but here's my point. Mm-hmm. You go to Lowry's, you sit down. They bring yeah. out the cart. Yeah, some very large human being standing by that cart, mm-hmm. who you know has eaten a lot of prime rib in their life, lots of dead animals. And and they said, how much would you like? What what you want? It medium rare, medium. How do you want the prime? <laughs> yeah. And they right there, man. They slice it right there. Whoop. Cut it off. And I put it on the plate right next to the cream corn and the cream spinach. Mm. Michael, it's a magnificent a thing. We, yes. got, we got a couple seconds. Have here. we got a, oh, we got like 10 well, seconds. I was going to tell you about Laurie's. Yeah. Uh, Restaurant came first. Thank you. Oh. We got to go because uh, once again, I am proven correct. He's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. When we come back, our weekly visit with Maria Kina right here on the voice of St. Louis News Radio 1120. KMOX.